Get ready to hear the truth about America on a show that's not immune to the facts with your host, Dan Bongino. You know, folks, I can't take it anymore. I really can't take it. The misinformation, the lies, the disinformation. Now, some of you were asking me, understandably, so I was getting a ton of emails. Dan, why haven't you mentioned the ongoing tragedy and crisis in Texas right now with the awful weather situation down there? I just left Texas, Houston, an area that's been affected by it. Well, folks, because I never, ever want to be first if I don't have the facts. I don't care about being first. You know, first is great for eyeballs and clickbait and everything like that. But first is really bad when you don't have all the necessary information. And now that I feel I have the necessary information to make the case about, about, about what really happened with Texas and the energy system failures there, now I feel like I can make a case to you. And I'm tired of the lies. The left, people are dying in Texas. People are dying. There's been carbon monoxide poisoning incidents. There's been people freezing to death. People are suffering in Texas right now. And of course, here you go with the left, trying to instantaneously make a political football out of this thing, which they're going to toss back and forth. It's disgusting. It's gross. It's tragic. And it's just epidemic with these filthy people on the left who can never, ever, ever tell the truth. I will tell you the truth today. Today's show brought to you by friends at ExpressVPN. I protect my data and my online activity with ExpressVPN. Go to expressvpn.com slash Bongino today. Get your VPN. Folks, I've got that. I've got a lot more. Uh, let's get right to it. I've also got a uh, little bit of a quickie chart at the end to show you again the real truth about what happened. And I will leave you with a good note today. We have our... I'm not going to make this a daily thing, but maybe a couple times a week. I have our hero of the day, a short video, an unlikely hero at the end of the show. But um, all you porch pirates out there who steal people's packages off the porch, you're going to want to see this video. As I said, to uh, today's show brought to you by our friends at ExpressVPN. Big tech companies have a ton of power in our country today. And as private entities, they can operate pretty much as they choose. Oh, and they do. Protect your personal data from big tech with the VPN I trust for my online protection here in Bongino Inc. ExpressVPN. When I use ExpressVPN, my connection gets rerouted through their secure encrypted servers. So these big tech companies can't see my IP address at all. My internet activity becomes anonymized and my network data is encrypted. Nice. I recommend ExpressVPN to anyone who uses the internet. So basically everyone. And the best part is you don't need to be tech savvy at all to use ExpressVPN. You know, I'm not that tech savvy. I say it all the time. Just download the app on your phone or computer. Tap one button. You're protected. Protect your internet activity with the VPN I use every day. Go to expressvpn.com slash Bongino. Get three extra months free on a one-year package. That's a great deal. That's expressvpn.com slash Bongino for three extra months free. Expressvpn.com slash Bongino. All right, Joe, let's go. There it is. There it is. All right, folks. On a very serious and somber note, the ongoing weather crisis, cold weather, um, not unprecedented, but we haven't seen it in a long time in even southern parts of Texas and the southern part of the United States um, is, a, is an epic tragedy unfolding right now. You have people without heat for days, people without electricity, portions of Harris County, I'm hearing, are now running out of water. Water pressure is very low. Pipes are freezing. This is a real tragedy. As I said in the beginning, it's becoming apparent right now that people have died 
Carbon monoxide poisoning and a deadly serious public service announcement here. Folks, I, 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 I know we shouldn't have to say this because I know a lot of you already know and I'm not talking down to anyone, but do not, under any circumstances, run your vehicle in a closed garage or enclosed space. I'm, it's happening. The carbon monoxide, people are closing their garages or running their cars in enclosed spaces. The carbon monoxide is getting into homes. People have died. You will die. I, I was going to put out something on Facebook about it, but honestly, I, I was afraid, you know, wow, well, is this going to, I didn't know if it would come off the wrong way or in condescending or insulting. Cause I know most of you know that some of you don't, how do I know that? Because I know someone in my family one day who didn't know that. And luckily I caught it within a couple minutes. People are dying, but that doesn't mean the left liberals will not take advantage of an ongoing epic tragedy in Texas and elsewhere to score cheap political points. Now you're wondering why I didn't talk about it yesterday and today, because I'm interested in the facts and the facts are what we're going to give you today. And I guarantee you the hacks at Facebook and the fake, tyrannical, phony propaganda Soviet fact checkers on the left will ding this segment right away because the facts trouble them. They're not real fact checkers. Guaranteed, guaranteed. Watch it. This video will appear on Facebook and I can almost guarantee you there will be some Fact checkers dispute this claim, despite the fact that I'm going to give you actual facts right now. Now, what is the left doing first to politicize a now deadly weather incident in Texas and elsewhere? Well, because Texas and portions of Texas have relied heavily on wind power in the past, that wind power is having significant trouble um, adapting in the cold weather because it wasn't weatherized. Windmills are locked up. They're frozen. I'll show you the video in a minute. It's not only wind's fault. Let me be crystal clear. The wind industry, there's a lot of blame to go around and we're going to cover it all. But because people, conservatives and otherwise, have pointed out that there is a problem with the wind turbines that are not generating energy to keep Texas's heat on and people are freezing to death, the left jumped right to it. Joe, the facts don't matter. You don't dare, don't you dare insult the golden calf of the Green New Deal wind industry. Don't do it. Mm -hmm. Don't you do it or we will immediately jump to its defense. Now, notice, I'm going to tell you what the natural gas industry did wrong and the nuclear industry in a minute because I don't have golden calves. But the left does, Joe. Here's the Texas Tribune. Jumps right in. Headline, no frozen wind turbines aren't the main culprit for Texas's power outages. (laughs) Huh? Well, I'm gonna. I have. I, I have video from a helicopter of a frozen, frozen wind turbine. I, that that's really weird. Wind turbines spin. Joe, check me on this. Wind yeah. turbines they spin. Yes. The spinning to. creates an electrical uh, current. Then electrical cur- electrical current is used to heat people. So I thought that's how it works. So when it stops spinning, yeah. You have a really tough time. Okay, just checking. I know. You get nothing when Joe, they stop I, spinning, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah thanks. I mean, you have yeah. some batteries and stuff, but when those don't work My either, man. you have real issues. Okay. Yeah, okay, thank you. I always need Joe there for me just to check me. <laughs> so Texas Tribune jumps right in. Here's the ever hilarious Joker clowns at PolitiFact with air quotes in it, PolitiFact. 
This clown, clown institute that almost never gets anything right, PolitiFact, they got to jump right in too. It was natural gas, not wind turbines, the main driver of Texas's power shortage. It was because I have a chart that says otherwise. Uh, John Greenberg from hilarious PolitiFact. Again, people are dying. And this is an opportunity for the left to not admit that their wind industry, along with others, along with others, there's no sacred cows on this show, but God forbid, Joe, you point out legitimate problems with the wind industry. The Texas Tribune and the hilarious Polita fact has to jump right in to make sure you don't dare talk about faults with the Green New Deal type wind turbines. Don't you dare. Fake book will come in with their fake fact checkers. This post needs new context. Guaranteed you're going to watch this, but I don't care. Facebook can kiss my caboose. Plant one solid me, solidly on my rump. I didn't get a lot of sleep last night. I'm super pissed off today. I don't care. I'm on my giving a scale. I'm at zero right now. Here's another one, Joe. <laughs> this is great. Um, here's the mandatory Republicans pounce story. You got to watch there yesterday's show for a reboot of that. Go, Whenever there's a failure <laughs> yeah. on Democrats, point, Democrats love wind power. Whenever there's a failure, you don't write the story about the failure of wind power in Texas. You write a story about the Republicans response. Republicans pounce on the wind power thing. Once you learn to see Republicans pounce stories, you will never unsee them. I had a search today for two seconds. I found it. Here's the Guardian. U.S. conservatives falsely blame renewables for Texas storm outage. Oh, here we go. Conservatives pounce. Conservatives seize. Conservatives move. Conservatives. It's always about not the failure of a largely Democrat program. It's always a story about the conservative response to it. Oh, it gets worse. Here's this lunatic, Chris Hayes from uh, Pravda MS uh, DNC. Last night, Chris Hayes, useful idiot for the left. Again, I'm not telling you it was the wind industries and the frozen wind turbines fault only that this, that's not what I'm saying because facts do matter. Natural gas had real catastrophic failures, their industry too in Texas, and so did nuclear. Luckily, not safety issues though. But of course, Chris Hayes, his first goal is not to focus on the tragedy, the failures, Fixing what happened and actually getting the electricity back on Joe. So, you know, people don't die and stuff. That's not their job. Their first job is protect your golden calf. Worship the wind industry. And God forbid we point out that it failed here along with others. God forbid we do that. Protect them first. Protect the crown at all costs. Here's Chris Hayes, useful idiot for the left, running right to the wind industry's defense. God forbid you bring up its failures. Check this out. Okay, that's the people that run the Texas grid. Wind power outages are, quote, the least significant factor in the blackouts. And the main factors are frozen instruments at natural gas, coal, and even nuclear facilities. It is just a lie that wind turbines, green energy, are the root causes of the problems in Texas right now. It is a lie like Donald Trump won the election, a lie like there was widespread voter fraud, a lie pumped into millions of people's brains as they watch TV. 
And let's be clear, this is probably as consequential a lie as any about the election because energy and how we produce it is the single biggest issue this country will face in the medium term. This cat is sick. This is a sick little turd right here. Yep. Comparing one, it's you notice again, you notice the folks on this show, we dissect the media like nowhere else. I showed you the conservative pound story. And have you picked out what the narrative is yet for the left? Have you figured it out? If you listen to that clip, you probably saw it in conjunction with the Texas Tribune story and PolitiFact. Rewind the tape. What's the one word that appears in all three of those pieces? Maine. Not Maine like the state. Not Maine like water Maine. Maine like, oh, Wynn wasn't the main culprit from the Texas Tribune story, Joe. From PolitiFact, mm-hmm. wind wasn't the main driver of the energy crisis now. Chris Hayes. When was it the main problem? This is the equivalent of election disputes and the big lie. What a sick, sick human being. People are dying. He's comparing this to disputes about the election. You understand how disturbed these people are? So let's talk about the truth now, because facts actually matter. And what actually happened and is causing death and destruction right now actually matters because real people are suffering. Here is a well-done piece by the Wall Street Journal's editorial board. The political making of a Texas power outage. How bad energy policy led to rolling blackouts in the freezing Lone Star State. I want to go through three uh, chunks, uh, screenshots from this, where they talk about first, there's freezing right now all over the United States. I mean, literally freezing, like below 32 degrees Fahrenheit. So why is Texas specifically, Joe, having an issue not commensurate with the rest of the country? Weird, right? So something's unique to Texas right now. Mm -hmm. Fair question, right? Second, it gives you one of the reasons. And third, it talks about the details about why that's happening. So let's get this screenshot one from this Wall Street Journal piece. Again, it's freezing all over the United States right now. What's going on in Texas? Screenshot one from the Wall Street Journal piece. Quote, Wall Street Journal. Mr. Abbott, the governor, of course, blamed his state's extensive power outages on generators freezing early Monday morning, noting this includes the natural gas and coal generators. But frigid temperatures and icy conditions descended on most of the country. Why couldn't Texas handle them while other states did? Fair question, right? Yeah. And he doesn't absolve the natural gas and coal generators either. But if freezing happened everywhere, we're putting us, we're not doing what the left does. This is truth time. This is the truth. The, this is the, the truth hour for you folks. This is not Chris Hayes and Pravda. What actually happened? Freezing happened everywhere. Well, here's what happened. Let's go to screenshot number two from the Wall Street Journal piece. Quote, the problem here, folks, is Texas's over-reliance on wind power that has left the grid more vulnerable to bad weather. Half of the wind turbines froze last week, causing wind share of electricity to plunge from uh, to 8% from 42%. Just facts, folks, just facts here. I know this is uncomfortable for the left. They're hearing this for the first time. Goes on. Power prices in the wholesale market spiked and grid regulators on Friday warned of rolling blackouts. Natural gas and coal generators ramped up to cover the supply gap, but couldn't meet the surging demand for electricity, which half of the households rely on for heating, even as families powered up their gas furnaces. 
Then some gas wells and pipelines froze. Okay, we're looking for a fair and honest assessment of what happened outside of liberal Soviet hysteria like Chris Hayes comparing it to the 2020 election. What a lunatic. How do you feel in Texas right now if you, your generator and power is working and you're watching this imbecile on MSNBC talk about the 2020 election while you're freezing to death? So clearly there was an issue with wind. Clearly there was an issue with natural gas. I'm going to sum this up for you, man. Clearly there was an issue with nuclear. Well, what happened there? The piece goes on. In short, there wasn't sufficient baseload power from coal and nuclear to support the grid. Baseload power is needed to stabilize grid the uh, stabilize the grid frequency amid changes in demand and supply. When there's not enough baseload power, the grid gets unbalanced and power sources can fail. The more the grid relies on intermittent renewables like wind and solar, the more baseload power is needed to back them up. Uncomfortable facts for Chris Hayes and others right now who, again, just want to jump to the defense of the wind industry while you're freezing to death in your house. Ensuring we will never fix the problem ever. Now, folks, there are a number of reasons Texas relies heavily on wind. One of them is an act signed by a Republican. Yes, George H.W. Bush. Covered in the piece as well in the journal, the 1992 Energy Policy Act, which subsidizes the wind industry. In other words, with government credits and tax credits and others of the sort, it makes wind cheaper to build because you're not paying for the taxes others are paying. Therefore, your product is cheaper to build, making other products like coal, nuclear and otherwise making their product harder to compete against yours because they're paying taxes and other costs you're not. Therefore, it's more profitable because the government ensures it's more profitable, which ensures what? People will build more and there will be an over-reliance on wind. Now, why is the left freaking out right now, gaslighting you and making sure you do not criticize the wind industry at all right now, Joe, because their gaslighting isn't working because people can see the frozen turbines. They couldn't see Russian collusion. It was a myth. No one ever saw the PP tape. It was a hoax. But when Texans are watching on television turbines like you'll see in this video, frozen and not moving, the left said, uh-oh, no pun intended. Houston, we've got a problem here. Maybe pun intended. They can see our green energy dreams not working. We better rush to its defense. Here's one of the videos. Check this out. This is taken from a, uh, a helicopter. You can hear that in the background. Frozen. Frozen. Nothing. You see that? Still. Mm-hmm. Nothing moving. Absolutely nope. still. People can see it. So the left is saying to themselves, we have a real problem here. We love lying to people. That's what we do best. We're liberals. Liberals are liars by trade. That's what they do. They lie about everything all the time. They are a, a forest fire in this country, destroying everything this country stands for. 
You can't lie about windmills working when everyone can see they're not working. Hence the vicious response. This will absolutely be fact-checked on Fakebook. Don't give a damn anymore. You're entitled to the truth. So to sum up here, what really happened? And I'm going to end this with a little grid from ERCOT, the energy, uh, the energy reps in Texas, E-R-C-O-T. What happened? Well, let's talk about number one. To sum up, what happened with the wind, the wind industry and the wind turbines? Well, it's been subsidized by government for a long time. Therefore, people overbuilt wind turbines. Texas has come to rely too heavily on wind. Wind isn't useless, but they've over-relied on it. The blades were not weatherized. Dopey decision should have been weatherized. Therefore, they froze. They were expected to generate about 60 gigawatts of electricity. They only generated about 30. The batteries that were backing up these wind turbines that stored some of the energy from these turbines because it was so cold, wound up losing a lot of their energy generation capacity. Wind failed you, Texas. But they weren't the only ones. Despite the protestations of useful idiots like Chris Hayes, the nuclear industry let you down a bit too. They had some freezing on their sensors. Some plants had to go offline. There were no safety issues there. Nuclear is actually very safe. But they had to go offline a bit. But the nuclear industry, and I'll show you the chart in a minute, performed pretty well overall. But again, we're here to give you the facts, something you'll never... This is the facts hour. You want BS, go to CNN and MSNBC. To sum up the natural gas industry, where did they fail? Well, pipes froze. Pipes weren't weatherized. They had insulation issues. They were expected to generate certain gigawatts of electricity too, and they failed to come up with that either. But notice when you go to ERCOT and you look at this, if you're watching on Rumble, it's, a, it's not a complicated chart. It looks at when you first stare at it, but it's not. It's pretty simple to understand. So ERCOT, again, the, one of the, uh, uh, the entities that runs the energy industry in Texas, put out this chart. And they have a general idea of what they were considering a dependable amount of gigawatts they were supposed to produce and what was actually produced during the crisis. So you'll see there, you know, biomass was expected to produce 64 gigawatts. It was 21. You see um, nuclear uh, 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 5,153 gigawatts. They only produced 3,785. So Joe, a little bit of a failure there, right? Yeah. You know, you're talking about a little bit over a thousand gigawatts short of what they were supposed to be able to do. You can see the chart, folks. It's right in front. I'll read it to you, though. So nuclear fell short. Coal fell short, too. It was supposed to produce about 13,000 gigawatts, wound up producing about 7,600. Natural gas was supposed to produce about 51,000, produced about 27,000. That's rough. That's pretty rough. About, you know, lost about half of their capacity there. Goes on about hydro and solar and others. But look at, look at wind. This is fascinating. So gas, natural gas lost about half its performance, right? A failure that needs to be addressed immediately. Mm-hmm. There are no golden calves on this show. Look at wind. Chris Hayes and the Texas Tribune and PolitiFact said, Joe, no, 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 Joe. It was not the main driver. It was not the main driver. Don't you talk about wind, Dan Bongino. This is a fascinating number. So they were expected wind to produce 7,070 gigawatts. What did they produce? 
649, their minimum hourly generation, and 3,153 on the average. How about that? So wind mm. took an absolute bath on this. Yeah, man. Yeah, man is right, but don't talk about that because facts and stuff, they get in the way of your BS narratives. I, I, get, I, I, I get it. There are no golden calves here. Whatever happened with sensors and some freezing in the nuclear industry has got to be fixed. Whatever happened with natural gas pipelines freezing up, lack of insulation, whatever it may be, it's got to be fixed. But don't you dare while people are dying. You leftist, provdist, Soviet communist hacks come out there and run defense and pretend there were no issues with your sacred cow wind industry so that you can push this Green New Deal so that nothing gets fixed. So when this happens again, more people die because of your political agenda. It's disgusting and you make me sick. But you always make me sick. There's nothing new there. All right. Um, on the other side is, what did I tell you yesterday about how to save the GOP moving forward and what Donald Trump could do? What did I tell you? I said there were three things. I did not coordinate with, I did not even talk to them yesterday at all. And sure enough, Trump puts out a statement yesterday going right for the jugular on exactly the stuff I told you. I got that and some video too. Joe Biden just hilariously lying on camera, just outright lying. All right, today's show brought to you by friends at Patriot Mobile. Listen, you know I've been taking on Facebook, Twitter, ScrewTube, and others. Patriot Mobile's taking on the mobile provider Swamp, and they have some excellent news to share you need to hear. Patriot Mobile just expanded their coverage. It makes it easier for even more Americans to dump the big name carriers who charge way too much, by the way, and then donate the money to leftists and pick up Patriot Mobile. I'm proud to partner with Patriot Mobile because they never send a penny to the left. They are America's only Christian conservative wireless provider. Talk about a parallel economy. They're part of it. Plus, you can switch with confidence because they use the same network as the larger providers, but they charge much less. Switching is super easy. Keep your phone number, bring your own phone. Buy a new one. Doesn't matter. Either one you want to do. Build your own bundle with multi-line discounts. Save even more. Here's how you do this. Get this URL right. Go to today, patriotmobile.com slash Dan, or call them, their U.S.-based customer service team at 972-PATRIOT. That's 972-PATRIOT. Veterans and first responders, save even more. This month, get free Premier Activation, where they set up the phone for you. Get a special gift, too, with the offer code DAN. We love offer codes. PatriotMobile.com slash DAN. PatriotMobile.com slash DAN. Or, again, call 972-PATRIOT. Thanks, Patriot Mobile. So what did we say yesterday? Yesterday's show, we brought up three points. We said, listen, the easiest way to rescue this broken shell of a party, this, you know, sadly ongoing disaster called the Republican Party. There's some good people, unfortunately, um, a lot of snake oil salesmen and women as well in the GOP. I said, Donald Trump can do three things outside of the obvious, right, folks? You run in 2024 is the obvious one. We get that, okay? But let's get into some more details because, you know, the deets matter. I said, number one, he needs to get involved in the midterms immediately, President Trump, whether it's through a PAC or elsewhere. <laughs> I'll put this up in a minute. I did... Again, I on my life, I did not talk to him or anybody on his team yesterday. Maybe they heard the show. This was probably pre-planned, had to be, because there's a pack up and running. Second, they got to get the messaging right. And I said, third, President Trump should lead an exodus from the current social media Soviets and uh, either start his own thing or get involved with others who are already doing this and building a parallel social media economy. 
As if on cue, I'm sitting there in my kitchen yesterday. I'm eating a coconut milk. I am not a foo-foo food guy. Anybody in this room can attest to that. I don't like foo-foo foods, but I tried a coconut milk, chia seed, granola, blueberry ensemble. It was quite good. Not my bag of donuts, but I figured, ah, I'm getting old. It's time maybe to go a little foo-foo. I'll turn in my man card later. I get it. But as I'm eating the foo-foo coconut milk chia seed concoction, this email comes across from the Save America Pack, President Donald J. Trump, February 16, 2021. Statement by DJT, 45th President of the United States of America, currently known as 45, which I like. People just call him 45 now, Eric. Pretty cool. He says, quote, the Republican Party can never again be respected or strong with political, quote, leaders. I love the quotes there. Like Senator Mitch McConnell at its helm. McConnell's dedication to business as usual, status quo policies, together with his lack of political insight, wisdom, skill, and personality, <laughs> has rapidly driven him from majority leader to minority leader, and it will only get worse. The Democrats and Chuck Schumer play McConnell like a fiddle. I'm not making this up, folks. This is real. Uh, they've never had it so good, and they want to keep it that way. Exclamation point. We know our America first agenda is a winner, not McConnell's Beltway first agenda or Biden's America last. It goes on for four or five more paragraphs. You know, folks, why I applaud McConnell's efforts to get the judiciary stacked with people who actually believe in the Constitution um, I have never been a long-term fan of McConnell. You know that. Um, I think McConnell has gone entirely um, astray, let's say. And McConnell thinks it's in his best interest right now to attack Donald Trump. Well, let's make the midterms about that then. Not that, again, we have to worship any false gods, Donald Trump or otherwise. But we had, outside of the spending splurge, we had the most conservative presidency We've had since Ronald Reagan in the last four years of Donald Trump. Regulatory reform, economic growth, tax cuts, conservative judges, a pro-life agenda, a commitment to school choice, fighting back against nonsensical things like critical race theory. And Mitch McConnell thinks it's time to turn his fire on who, Joe? Not the Democrats, but Donald Trump. So as I said yesterday, step one, let's make the midterms about that. Let's get some primaries going. You ever see that scene in a Bronx tale with the bikers when they walk in a bar? They're about to break up in the mobbed up neighborhood up in the Bronx, right? And the bikers, you know, Chaz Palminteri, he has a great restaurant, by the way, in Manhattan, Chaz Palminteri. It's awesome. Me and Paula eat there all the time. Fantastic. Can't recommend it highly enough. I'm old school, spaghetti and meatballs. Like I said, they don't have coconut milk and chia seeds, I'm sure, but their spaghetti and meatballs are awesome. Chaz Palminteri, the mob boss in the area, comes in the bar, lets the bikers drink there. The minute he closes the door to the bar, of course, the, uh, they break up the bar and they're like, let's get some beers here. Let's get some beers here. Let's get some beers. Well, let's get some candidates here. No, let's get some brews here. He says brews. Precision matters. Let's get some brews here. Let's get, let's get some candidates here. Let's get some candidates up in these primaries. Oh, but Dan, that'll cause division and we'll have to waste a lot of money in primaries. So what's the problem? But it'll cause a split in a part. No, 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 it won't. It won't cause a split. There's going to be one winner, right? It's not a parliamentary system. There will be a Republican primary and there'll be one winner. And that winner hopefully is our guy and not their guy, the swamp. 
Like I said, I did not coordinate with them at all on that. And I did not have any pre-advanced knowledge whatsoever that he was going to fire this uh, bomb back at Mitch McConnell. Midterms, messaging, and social media. The social media fights ahead. Those are the three things we need to be focused on right now. All right, moving on. Where are the fact checkers? Where, where are they? Where are the fact checkers? I thought we did fact checking. I thought we were all about the fact checking on the left, right? Because they'll fact check my page despite me giving you a nonpartisan analysis of the power failure in Texas, criticizing where failures were done across the board. They'll fact check that because they're, they're Soviets. That's what they do. They're liars. But where are the fact checkers here? Legal insurrection. Peace up in my show notes. Please subscribe to my show notes, Bongino.com slash newsletter. The newsletter is the show notes. You can find these magnificent articles every day by Mary Chastain, the great Mary Chastain in Legal Insurrection, one of the best blogs out there. Fact checkers ignore Kamala Harris's false claim that the administration, quote, started from scratch with coronavirus vaccines. They did. They started from scratch. Um, That's absolutely false. But you haven't heard anything from the fact checkers. Matter of fact, I take that back. Forgive me, Joe. Precision does matter. I say that all the time. Yes. We actually have heard from the fact checkers. I'll get to that in a second. This is a false claim, okay? False should be fact checked. Kamala Harris was not in any way, shape, or form starting from scratch. That's just made up. It's a fabrication. But Joe, can't just let Kamala Harris lie about starting from scratch with the vaccine. You got to double down with Joe Biden too. Joe Biden's an expert liar. You know, the big guy. Here's Joe Biden last night on a CNN town hall, hilariously claiming that there was, they were left with no vaccine. Check this absurdity out, right? Listen to the video. You're, just listen. It speaks for itself. And uh, the biggest thing, though, as you remember, when you and I, I shouldn't say it that way, as you remember, but when you and I talked last, we talked about it's one thing to have the vaccine, which we didn't have when we came into office, but a vaccinator. How do you get the vaccine into someone's arm? What? Huh? There was no vaccine when he came into office. Now, Joe, you would think if fact checkers like PolitiFarce (laughs) The fact checkers at the Washington Post and CNN, you would think they would jump all over that because as I'll show you in a second after I go over the fact checkers, not jumping, not jumping to check the fact, jumping to defend Biden because that's what they do because they're phonies. I'm going to show you a headline from CNN. Do we really need to, you know what, let's just do, because this is so stupid. I really feel like I'm insulting your intelligence. Here's Glenn Kessler from the Washington Post, um, a fact checker, allegedly on his Twitter account, talking about this absurd statement by Biden that there was no vaccine when he came into office. He says, ladies and gentlemen, this is false. Joe Biden is lying. There was absolutely, (laughs) I'm just kidding. That's not what the tweet says. It says, it was a verbal stumble, a typical Biden gaffe, as he has already mentioned, 50 million doses being available when he took office. Ex-Trump officials should be especially, should especially cool the outrage meter as it just looks silly. (laughs) alert instead of fact checking him he has to joe he has to contextualize it to make sure you don't think joe biden was lying something they never do by the way with conservatives like when they said donald trump said inject bleach into your veins um donald trump never said that either in or out of context but immediately people like the kesslers of the world maybe not specifically i don't remember what he did but the kesslers of the world the fact checker brigade donald trump said inject bleach um he never said that you idiots but it doesn't really matter When Biden says something patently false, don't fact check it, provide context. 
But he's not the only one. Here's this buffoon at CNN who's a clown. I mean, another clown. I'm saying, oh, my gosh, Dan, you're too harsh on these people. Sorry, I really can't stand frauds and phonies. Here's Daniel Dale, resident fact checker at CNN. Joe Biden's a ferocious liar. There was, <laughs> of course, I'm just kidding. That's not what his tweet actually says. It says, Biden has just said prior to that that there were only 50 million doses available when he took office. I'm looking into that claim and a bunch of others Biden made tonight, but he clearly wasn't trying to claim the vaccine did not exist at all under Trump, uh, except the fact that he actually said that. <laughs> but of course, leave it to clown show Daniel Dale and goofy Glenn Kessler, of course, to provide context. By the way, I have no problem with them providing context. My problem, Joe, is an obvious one. They did absolutely none of that under Donald Trump. Donald Trump called Mexicans rapists. Uh, that's not what he said at all. You're just making that up. <sighs> Infuriating. Now, Joe Biden, whose memory is clearly failing him, it's disturbing to watch. Here's a headline from CNN. Joe Biden, who said in that clip that there was no vaccine when he got into office. This is from January 11th, 2021 by Kate Sullivan at CNN. Biden receives second dose of coronavirus vaccine on camera. And Joe, when that's January 11th, when was Biden inaugurated? Uh, I'll give you the answer here. Uh, the answer is January 20th. So mm. on camera, Biden gets the vaccine. CNN writes about it. He then says on CNN there was no vaccine when he got into office and the fact checkers jumped to his defense instead of calling him out for being an obvious liar. Fact checking. Unbelievable. All right, let me get to this. This is uh, a little bit because I know I've been a little uh, fiery and feisty today. It was a long night last night. He had some... Uh, some issues in my house. Nothing serious. Don't worry, folks. I don't like to scare anyone. I, I have the best audience. Whenever I say something like that, people, they start sending stuff and emailing me. We're praying. I, I mean, you guys and ladies are just amazing. Your loyalty to me and the show is just heartwarming, but it's okay. But we did have a little bit of a health scare lesson. Not with me. I'm okay. So we need a little bit of good news. We all know the left are full of crap. I've kind of laced into them the entire show so far. Leftists are frauds, scammers, a wart on the collective arse of humankind. They're liars, they're phonies, they're fakes. Yeah, we know all that. But the one thing I've always respected about principled conservatives is, you know, we base our arguments and facts and knowledge, and we're not proud of being stupid. Well, the left is proud of being stupid. That's kind of their thing, Joe. They don't hide it. Mm -hmm. they, they, they don't. Um, Joe, of course, gets to cheat with the video. Yeah. He knows what I'm talking about. Here is the great Fleckus. Fleckus, if you are not following this man on Parlor, follow him. F-L-E-C-C-A-S. I think his first name is Austin. He does some of the best videos ever. And Fleckus is really great because he goes and lets liberals talk themselves um, into a trap every time, which they're good at because, again, they are proud of being stupid. So Fleckus went to a college campus we're a good friend of mine and a great thinker in our time, Michael Knowles from The Daily Wire, just a fantastic man, human being, and super smart. Well, Michael Knowles, Joe, God forbid, was speaking on a college campus. You can't have that. 
The leftists are Soviets. Free speech? Hell no, we ain't doing that thing. So, of course, a protest starts before Michael Knowles is going to speak. So Fleckus is there to save the day. If you're watching the video, it's much better. Rumble.com slash Bungito. Check it out. They go from the guy in the beginning, then it cuts to another woman, and then it goes back to the same guy you're going to hear in the beginning at the end. And I want you to pay attention to one thing. He doesn't even know what Michael Knowles looks like, this guy. Check this out. Because he's not a, a fascist. He's not like a hateful person. He's just maybe a little... He's up there talking. He, he's not... He's saying probably saying some hateful shit. I don't know what he's saying. I don't know much about the man, to be honest. So why protest him? What little I do know is pretty hateful, and I'm not... Well, what do you know? We've already been over this. What, what, what have you watched of his? That you're like, oh, this video is bad. He said this, this, and this. Like, Tell me something you've watched and evidence you have. So then how can you be out here? I saw the poster. That was enough for me. You saw the poster? Yeah. And that was enough? That was enough. And now you're like okay with like political violence because you saw a poster? No, no, I've been okay with political violence before I knew who this guy was. That's wild, man. You shouldn't say that on camera. Are, are you going to the Michael Knowles thing later? Are you going to go to the speech itself or no? Being nice, you should. I don't think he's going to offend you as bad as you think he is. I think a lot of this is misinformation. You guys think he's a monster of a guy. He's actually really nice. I know him personally. He's actually a friend of mine. All right, 100. What's your closing statement to Michael Knowles? You tell him one thing directly. He'll probably watch this. Uh, was he on campus earlier today under the tent? Was that him? I didn't see him. Oh. Well, I'm pretty sure that was him. Uh, if, if it was or if it wasn't, whoever I was talking to that was for him, uh, I told that person to go f*** himself, and I want to tell him again to go f*** himself. Do you know what Michael Knowles looks like? No. Have you ever seen a picture of him? No. Have you ever seen a video? Nothing. So you don't even know who this guy If you went in that room and he was sitting in the chair, you wouldn't be able to point him out? Well, I'm assuming he's on the stage. So I tell whoever's on the stage to go so. Wow, that's wild. Well, you're very passionate, so that's good. Um, all right, just keep it at 100. Don't attack anyone. I would, just please don't do political violence. Please. Let's not, get, let's not take it there. I won't if it doesn't get that far. There's the left, folks. You, pr you proud of that? You proud of your little acolytes, a college kid on campus? You know what? To be fair, this kid is just profoundly confused. I'm, I'm serious. He's just a very confused young man who really needs, he, they need help. They do. They need help. I mean, assistance from people who can get them out of their ideological hole because the ideological hole they're in now, this kid is perfectly comfortable. His words, not mine, with political violence on someone. Not only does he not know Joe, he's never heard him. Mm. He has no idea what he looks like. He's never even seen any of his videos. When asked to name one thing he disagrees with Michael Knowles, he can't because he's never seen anything. And he's ready to jump to political violence against someone that he doesn't even know who to engage in violence on because he doesn't know what he looks like. Joe, so gee, what he said, mm -hmm. I just assume it's the guy on stage. Well, what if it's the teacher introducing him? Do you beat the crap out of him too? I'm sorry. I thought you were Michael Knowles. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Professor Bag of Donuts. That right cross I just threw to bust your nose. Very sorry. I thought you were Michael Knowles. Have you ever seen the left so profoundly summed up by that video goes on for a while and I encourage you to check it out at Fleck as he's really terrific and that they're willing to go on camera and publicize these very dangerous ideas that political violence is an option against people you don't know, have never seen, don't know what they look like, don't know what they're about. I'm, I, I'm like, really fried today with these idiots. I just can't take it. I, I really can't take it. The young man in that video, I really encourage you to seriously do a deep dive on who you are and what you're all about.
you want to pursue a political violence strategy because you think it's a valuable tool against another human being you know absolutely nothing about. Nothing. And that sounds reasonable to you. All right, let me get to my last sponsor. And on the other side of this, I want to get to more totalitarians at the New York Times, the absolutely dreadful, uh, thoroughly mediocre Taylor Lorenz, who has seemingly made a career out of lying about other people at the New York Times. And she's very worried, Joe, about, quote, unfettered conversations happening out there. Unfettered. You know what we used to call free speech and stuff? You can't have that. Unfettered. Her words, by the way, not mine. You'll see in a minute. You're not going to laugh. You're going to cry. Today's show brought to you by our friends at We The People. This is my actual We The People holster. I have a couple. And it's not only my actual We The People holster. It's my We The People, We The People holster. You can see it's got the printed We The People on it. I'm not kidding. Check it out. Rumble.com slash Bongino if you want to see. You'll notice something about it. Number one, they're super rugged. Number two, it's a precision mold right there. You see that? This is not some one size fits all junk holster where you put your firearm in and it's flopping all over the place. It's precision molded. Designed to fit nice, tight, secure. See that clip on the back? You can adjust the cant and the ride for a perfect fit so it's not uncomfortable. If you're looking for the perfect accessory in these trying times to go with that perfect firearm, get an American-made holster from our friends at We The People Holsters. Starting at just $40. They are custom molded. I showed you to fit your exact firearm. They have thousands of options, including an amazing selection of printed holsters. Their proprietary clip design allows for you to easily adjust both the cant and the ride of your holster so it's comfortable and secure at all times. Go to wethepeopleholsters.com slash Dan. And while you're there, check out their premium printed hoodies, long sleeve shirts, and their new EDC tactical gun belt, which comes paired with the patented Cobra buckle. Fantastic. Every holster and firearm belt comes with a lifetime guarantee. If it's not a perfect fit, send it back for a full refund. We the people holsters.com slash Dan get an additional $10 off. We like that. Joe, do we like that? We like we extra like money off. Who doesn't? We like that. Gun belts, sweatshirts, holsters. Get an additional $10 off with the offer code Dan, D A N. Again, we the people holsters.com slash Dan. We the people holsters.com slash Dan. All right, let's get back to the Soviet totalitarians and the New York Times. The especially uh, mediocre and, you know, growingly discredited and entirely debunked uh, Taylor Lorenz, uh, who's on this article, uh, become a laughing stock amongst uh, sane people out there, but she still continues to write and humiliate herself publicly. So she wrote this article at the New York Times about Clubhouse, a tiny audio chat app, Joe. It breaks through. Oh, wow, that sounds interesting. So you can talk on this app and it sounds pretty cool, right? The 11-month-old app has exploded in popularity, even as it grapples with harassment, misinformation, and privacy issues. Oh, all right. So you're reading that like, sounds like it'll be uh, some kind of a fair take until you realize it was written by Taylor Lorenz. And then you realize, of course, there's always going to be an agenda. um, And the agenda is usually the opposite of liberty and freedom because that's not what they're about. Well, it didn't take long. It didn't take long. I got about four paragraphs into this dreadful piece by the dreadful Taylor Lorenz. And what do I see? Quote, in the process, Clubhouse has generated debate. No, 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 it hasn't, Joe. Let me just correct this right away. Mm-hmm. Taylor Lorenz is generating debate. Nobody's ge- Nobody has an issue with Clubhouse but Taylor Lorenz. But I love how they do this like you and I did it, Joe. Like you and I were chatting on the phone. Joe and I talk a lot. Like, hey, Joe, yeah. man, at Clubhouse, 
My God, there's stuff going on on Clubhouse. I, I mean, what we got to debate that. Nobody's doing that. Taylor Lorenz is doing that. This is the same author, by the way, who lied about what someone said on Clubhouse in an audio chat she wasn't even invited to. So she says, in the process, Clubhouse has generated debate about whether audio is the next wave of social media moving digital connections beyond text, photos, and videos to old-fashioned voice. In thousands of chat rooms every day, Joe, Clubhouse users have conducted unfettered conversations on subjects as varied as astrophysics, geopolitics, queer representation in Bollywood, and even cosmic poetry. Oh. This is scandalous. This, this, is, this is a straight up scandal of epic, what, pleo-pleistocene proportions. Is that a real era, by the way? I may have just made that up, but it's okay. This is an equivalent event of like the extinction of the dinosaurs, Joe. Unfettered conversations are happening, which yeah. Taylor Lorenz is not privy to. Holy Oh my God. Forgive me. I got to stop doing it. I do not mean want to use the Lord's name in vain. Do not do that. Oh my gosh. I just got to stop. That's a terrible habit. Unfettered conversations. How do we, how do we stop this? This, that's not a joke. That is actually from the New York Times piece. A thoroughly mediocre substandard IQ individual with no life skills whatsoever other than reporting for the PP hoaxing New York Times is creating a debate because she feels she's entitled to join your conversations on Clubhouse. That's, that, that's a debate. No, that's not a debate. That is what a Soviet Pravda communist would debate about. Now, notice this next screenshot. Taylor Lorenz, totalitarian, New York Times alleged reporter, she misses the irony here completely in one of the next paragraphs where she writes this. This month, German and Italian regulators publicly questioned whether Clubhouse's data practices complied with European protection laws. And Joe, China blocked the app after political conversations popped up on it outside the country's tight internet controls. <laughs> she misses the irony completely. The Chinese regime, the Uyghur torturing, imprisoning, Hong Kong taking prisoner Chinese communist regime is blocking the app because of unfettered conversations they can't monitor. She acknowledges it in the piece and then creates a debate in a prior paragraph, a controversy, a fake scandal, because she's not entitled to fetter the conversations. And she misses the point completely. She does China's work for them. In totalitarian communist torturing political prisoner regimes like China, they have blocked this app because of unfettered conversations. We're not doing that here via government, but don't worry, I'll do it for you, folks. There's a big debate about unfettered conversations on Clubhouse. Totally misses the point. These are the intellectual titans of our time. Taylor Lorenz at the PP hoaxing New York Times. Intellectual scions like that council in the Matrix. Like the Green Lantern Brigade and the Green Lantern. Taylor Lorenz, self-seats on that council. How dare you have unfettered conversations that I can't listen to? 
How about you take that and ram it up your caboose? How does that sound? How, how does that sound? Well, here's a really well done piece the Washington Examiner. Be in the show notes today, bongino.com slash newsletter again to access this article. It's done by Timothy Carney, good writer. Unfortunately, he works at the Washington Examiner, run by that complete zero, Jay Caruso, running the place into the ground. But outside of that, Tim does a good job there. Washington Examiner, read this piece. A clubhouse controversy. The push to, quote, democratize everything creates a creepy speech police. Uh, you think? Notice what they're doing now. I want to show you a screenshot from this piece. Because the left, Taylor Lorenz, and the communists she associates with realize that canceling everyone who doesn't agree to be monitored by you may not sound good to people. Joe, wait, wait, I have to be monitored by Taylor Lorenz of the New York Times who, who objects to me having conversations without her there and her, and her cancel culture people. They're realizing quickly, Joe, that this isn't going over well. You get it? Mm -hmm. So what does the left always do? Like they do with the wind debate in this tragedy in Texas right now. They have to reframe it and make it about natural gas and other things, right? They have to reframe this because the left is figuring out quickly that this is not going well, that people are really objecting to the encroachment on their right to have unfettered conversations. So they're reframing it. Listen to this from Timothy Carney and this excellent piece picked up on it. He quotes them actually. Quote, it's not call-out culture, ran this headline at The Atlantic, which is a left-leaning rag. It's accountability, Joe. It's not cancel culture. Oh, come on, guy. Yeah, get, come on. Yeah. Get your head out of your rump. The piece pushed back on the idea that one best battles bigotry and fights for justice by building relationships rather than social media mobs. Speaking of people losing their jobs after old microaggressions came to light, the writer suggested the online reckonings of late would be best described as demonstrating not cancel culture, but accountability culture, Joe. This is not cancel culture. You want to have a conversation on Clubhouse? Unfettered? Dare you? I don't have Clubhouse. I may get it. But I have a conversation with Drew, Gee, Paul, and Joe about the ongoing trajectory of the Dan Bongino show. Ta Taylor Lorenz show deserves to be there. It's accountability. We are accountable to Taylor Lorenz, a mediocre dunce who writes for the PP hoaxing New York Times and lies about people's use of language on Clubhouse. Joe, we're accountable to her. Did you not know that? This is accountability oh, I culture. I didn't know that. You, well, shame on you. You're fired. Oh, Beat it. man. Go, go, big risk to my show. Huge risk to my right. show. Joe doesn't realize he's accountable to Taylor Lorenz. What a buffoon. <laughs> of course, I'm just kidding. We love Joe. But let me make two points about this new accountability culture. Number one, it's really weird how that accountability that Taylor Lorenz and her fellow communists think we all have to her and her team of mediocre intellectual buffoons doesn't apply anywhere else, Joe, other than to conservatives and libertarians. Isn't that weird? Like when Joe yes. Biden goes on CNN and says that there was no vaccine when he got into office, they're there to fix that and not make Joe Biden accountable. They're there to correct and say, no, no, in context, he said there were 50 million dollars before. So he wasn't really lying. 
Weird how when the New York Times Taylor Lorenz writes for consistently pumps a discredited, hilariously stupid Russian collusion hoax that a five-year-old could have seen through. Taylor Lorenz feels no need to keep them accountable at all there. None whatsoever. Not even mildly concerned about that. When the January 6th disaster at the Capitol, when a bunch of hoaxes are told about that, not to diminish what happened, but the truth does matter. Like what happened to a police officer there? Fairy tales by some lawmakers making up stuff that happened on the day. She doesn't hold them accountable at all. The right holds their people accountable, but she's not interested in any of that stuff. It's only accountability culture when they want to cancel people who don't toe the liberal line. Like Gina Carano. But let me make my second point, which is more important on their accountability culture. And daring to have unfettered conversations. Here it is, folks. This is going to be very scientific, so get ready. Get your paper and pen out. It's a very deep theory here. It's called the we don't owe you jack squat theory. It's called the plant the lips on the caboose theory because I don't give a damn what you think about me and my unfettered conversations. How does that sound? I am not accountable to you. You are a buffoon. You're a clown. You're a debunked, discredited liar who got busted lying while doing a total creep shot on someone else's clubhouse. You were not entitled to be there. We are not accountable to you. We don't owe you anything. Listen, cotton out of your ears, stick it in your mouth. We are not accountable to you. You're losers. We don't care. You are liars. You're discredited buffoons. We don't owe you anything at all. Nothing. You're not a law enforcement authority. You are not some political scion. We, owe, we don't owe you. I'm not saying we owe anything to them either other than an allegiance to the law. We don't owe you anything. You are the worst of society, not the best. The best you can do is to slink away and leave us all alone to not infect the culture with stupidity like, God forbid, there are unfettered conversations out there. So again, it's weird how they want everybody accountable except their own people who lie all the time. And secondly, how they don't understand that we're not accountable to you because we don't give a damn about you. You're a bunch of fraud, phony fakes. We laugh at you. There are a few people on the planet with less respect in polling across the board than people in the media like Taylor Lorenz. All right, I'm going to leave you on a good note. I told you I'd, I'd bring this up. I teased it at the beginning of the show. I may do these a couple of times a week. I find them fun. And I don't like to leave you with uh, any sense of hostility because we will fix this and we will clean it up. People are just growing tired of this. And believe me, Taylor Lorenz knows it. She realizes being on the wrong side of free speech is probably not a good long-term strategy. Hence their constant need to try to reframe the argument. Here's our hero of the day. Don't worry, I will not be singing Metallica's song after some horrendous negative feedback on my dreadful singing voice. I did sing in the choir growing up. Many of you know that. I was a Catholic school kid, the St. Pancras Choir, which is pretty world famous, not because of me. I probably bought the quality of the choir down dramatically, but they had to let you sign up. It was kind of like, you know, if you wanted to be part of it. And the one thing I liked about the St. Pancras Choir, many of my friends out there who watch my show know this. You got to eat lunch early. 
Everyone else had to wait in the older grades because the younger kids had to eat first. I was an eater. So I'm like, you know what? I might as well go join the choir so I can eat lunch early. And then I kind of liked it. But here is our hero of the day. You got to watch this. I'm sorry, but the audio is, Joe had to do a lot of bleeping on this. Gee was like, yeah. I got to edit this. I'm like, no, nah, no, nah, Joe's got it. Don't you worry about it. There's a lot of uh, F-bombs in this thing. So let me set this up. Please watch it. Rumble.com slash Bongino. You can skip to the end, but watch this video. It's pretty cool. So this is one of those porch pirates. He's uh, attempting to go up to a house to steal a box off the porch. It was delivered, who knows, Amazon or whatever delivered it. And this guy thinks it's his because that's what losers do. They steal stuff. The guy in the house is just waiting. And uh, he creeps out of the house. And the situation changes quite rapidly for the guy who thought he was going to steal that box. Check this out. Mm -hmm. Put my back on this. Oh, man. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I saw you when you got out the. Oh, you, you, you're trying to put my back. <laughs> it's our hero of the day. It's our, it's our, it's our hero of the day. Our hero of the day pops out outside the door. Got an AR there. He's ready and pointed at him, but he's ready to rock and roll in case something breaks bad. And says, "You put that back on right now." And that guy puts that box back right quick, as our friends down south would say. Porch pirates beware. People are watching out there. Our hero of the day. Always good to leave you on a high note. A little hostile today, but it was a rough night. Hey, folks, thanks again for tuning in. Please go subscribe to my Rumble video show, Rumble. You're saying, what is Rumble? It is the new free speech alternative to ScrewTube, where we do not discriminate on political ideology. It's free. Go to rumble.com slash Bongino. I'm going to tell you why subscribing today is important. Again, rumble, R-U-M-B-L-E, rumble.com slash Bongino. We've got some big surprises coming ahead. I don't want to say exactly what it is yet because I don't have a timeline, but the timeline is soon, very soon. I don't want to give you an exact date, but there's going to be some big surprises for those of you who really enjoy the show. And maybe you'd like to see... Maybe, Joe, how it works live. Because what you're watching is a video recording that, trust me when I tell you, requires a lot of editing sometimes. It would be great to see it live, right? Go subscribe today. Rumble.com slash Bongino. Rumble.com slash Bongino. We'll wait for you there. We're almost at 1.5 million subscribers. Thanks again for tuning in. You just heard Dan Bongino.